0: With authority, Aloha! Welcome to the most muscles and podcast in various sports. Welcome to a special edition of ABC 7 Sports with authority. Wow, episode
1: 23. twenty-three. They said it couldn't be done.
0: <laughs> like that every <laughs> they, week. They said
1: it wouldn't be done. Uh, they said nobody would listen. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> guest driven. <laughs> yeah, we just came off episode twenty-two at Chase Center with. The owner of the Warriors, Joe Lacob, Kevon Looney, was tremendous talking about his Manny Petties. And then we continue the Warriors theme and Chase Center theme. General manager and uh, director of basketball, whatever his lofty title is, Bob Myers. Combative. He was angry. He was rude to me. He was nice to Casey. Very nice to me. I don't know what is up with Bob Myers.
0: What have I ever done? To Bob Myers I know we want to get into this interview But I think I might know what you did What? Remember when we were all in prison together? (laughs) What? This just... We were all in San Quentin prison together Bob Myers was hosting a Warriors contingent Playing the San Quentin Warriors Yes The inmates are huge fans of ABC7 Because they get basic cable Yes And they asked you to come join them on commentary So Bob Myers is playing with a torn labrum in his hip He's battling out there in the heat against inmates. He's putting up 30 points, 30 boards. He was like the Kevin Durant of that game. He was unbelievable. And the whole time, Larry Beal was on commentary, just riding him, riding him, ripping him. I remember Myers at one point's like, Larry, what did I ever do to you? I forgot about that. That actually <laughs> happened. Do you think that's the
1: source of his angst? It might the be. The fact that the, uh, he couldn't even hear what I was saying. No, he did. He did hear it I had him
0: mic'd up. I could hear him grumbling at you the whole time.
1: Maybe I should apologize. But I won't. Here's Bob <laughs> Myers. All right, Bob. So when you walked in this morning and you've seen, it's not totally, totally finished, mm-hmm. Chase Center. But what was your first impression?
2: Well, I saw you and I thought, I don't
1: know, but oh, I don't no. have to talk to you. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this goes back to years ago. You came on the show. And this woman afterwards said, she emailed me and said, that Bob Myers was so rude to you. I, I don't know how you kept your composure. Why is he so mean? And for years I've had to explain to people, Bob is
2: an angry I know, I know. man Upset. inside. I know. I'm really frustrated. Vindictive. I felt great. And then I looked over and I said, "What is it? how do they let Beal in, in these places, man? No, but, you know. But Casey's here. Casey's here. Is amazing. Can, I can just talk to Casey. No, that I'm pretend be I'm not even yeah, here. I'm not right even. Here. <laughs> just
1: look at him the whole time. <laughs> here, just put, yeah, just right. put yeah, that yeah, right there. Yeah, so yeah, I'll just hold this That'd be up, better. Yeah. Don't you have to go to the bathroom or something <laughs> <stuff like that? laughs> um,
2: Look, the arena is fantastic. I mean, we were just talking about it off the air. Um, unbelievable, really. I, I just think uh, top to bottom, you know, I, I've kind of been here a few times and walked around our campus, our players' campus and business offices and just the outside of it and just the community to kind of feel this, this anchoring Mission Bay. Um, but, but I will be most excited when I get to walk in here and, and watch our team. I mean, really, uh, I just want to watch a game here. I, that, that, that's mostly why how I feel when I think of this is I get to watch a basketball game here. There's some great musical acts coming in here. It'll host a lot of other events. But for me, the basketball part of it, it'll, I'll, I'll fully realize the arena when I get to see a game in here.
0: What does it do for you to have everything in this one spot? How much easier is this going to make your day to day? That's
2: a great. That's probably the best question. Yeah, best question. There you go. Yeah. Um, Has that been asked before today? Definitely not. No, I brought that up to somebody else but nobody's asked me how well, that would feel.
1: Well, he, yeah. The
2: only way he got the question is, how will this change
1: day-to-day no. operations? He's looking at my involvement. No, no, that off the top that, of the that
0: and what he asked are completely I'm, different. I'm completely <laughs> off the top of... Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Ask him. Can ahead. I can yeah. answer the question? Yes, can he okay, answer okay, the okay, best I'm, question I'm, of I'm, the day, please? Can you just stay in your lane? <laughs> <laughs> stay out of this, Larry. Wait a second. It doesn't yeah. concern you. Just back it up. chair. can't see him. Go ahead. Just
2: back It's much better. I like him. That is... For me, selfishly, big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. And I maybe for other people, but to show up at work and just have one place, uh, you know, Oakland, our camp, our uh, facility there, we're still going to use for camps, things like that. But for me, game day, shoot around was there. And then we'd go over to um, the Oakland, Oakland Oracle Arena. But 880 is not super friendly in the afternoon or evening. Um, so it was it will be nice, and it'll be a, cha- a good change to just drive into one place and, mm-hmm. and stay here and... I'm actually, that's the hardest part to get acclimated with in my mind is that the game will start and we'll just walk from our, we have one locker room, one player's locker room and we'll just, and I have an office and it'll be right. You know, it's,
0: it's going to be new and,
2: and, and, and a change, but in a really, really good way.
0: I have another question. I I guarantee this hasn't been asked today. Should we let Larry back in? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's fine. He paid a little, pray, a little penalty box there. Was yeah. that a was that a minute?
1: Or He's what pouting was over there. I shift I, change. I, I, yeah. I, I, I felt the answer was boring, so I'm gonna come back okay, in. Thank you. Let's uh, laugh it up. Uh, Let's uh, get this interview uh, going. Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite part of the arena, or is it too soon for that?
2: Probably too soon. Um, Looney said he, he, he say? was impressed
1: with the. Uh, there's a Manny Petty station in is the there, locker room. Do you have one?
2: I well? I usually I demanded that really. <laughs> my I'm own, yeah, my own one. Yeah, not not for any of the players, just. My that's own. oh, that's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just you, my. Did you get another new contract? Extension. Uh, my, a, I'm, I'm grateful for my boss. if you interviewed Joe? Did you get, bring him in did here yet? Did you get another yeah, bomb? It's <laughs> ridiculous.
1: <laughs> what is going on here with <laughs> this guy? Well, if you try to exclude me from the interview, I'm going to get to it. Then we're going to get. This is going to be. Love. We're going to jostle in the paint if that's what you want. You came in here with this attitude. I was <laughs> I nice.
2: I was nice. Have just, I really been mean to you? Have I? Have really? I, I thought we were. We go way back. I thought we were good, but yeah. you attacked me. And you went to Montevista. Yeah, what's guy, going on with I you?
1: <laughs> oh, no, we should start all over again. <laughs> yes. I should start. I feel clean slate. But, did, but you did. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy. Extension. I'm lucky
2: to work here. Um, and uh, myself, Rick Welts, Joe's done a great. Joe and Peter have done a nice job. Um, I think they first of all given me an opportunity. A Monta Vista kid that didn't have any experience in this side of things. I always joke. I don't know that I would have given me the opportunity they did um, if I had been an owner of the Warriors. So I'm thankful for that. And then. What's so hard now in professional sports is continuity. Uh, luckily, we've had some success organizationally in winning, but Rick Welts has been here the whole time I've been here pretty much. Steve Kerr came in a little later, but he's going into his sixth year. A lot of the St. Raymond Ritter, who you guys know well, Eric Housen, our equipment guy, we've made a lot of changes, but the fabric over the last you know, seven, eight years, um, has has sustained itself, and hopefully, will continue to do that. And that's part of uh, ownership, acknowledging spending the money on this, taking care of employees, taking care of players. We've had huge payrolls um, with our with our players. But fans look fans want to fans want to come to games and watch a good product. Uh, they want to sit in a good seat. And they want to see a good team, and and um, they don't really care. And I understand that how how much it costs to do that. They just want to enjoy the product. And thankfully, Joe and Peter recognize that. And have really put that behind us winning, which is a great place to work. I've never gone to our owner and said, hey, um, I think this will help us win. And, he, and they have said, eh, well, we want to save some money. Some, some people do that. Um, thankfully, these guys go the other way.
0: Now I'm a San Valley high kid, so I appreciate you yeah. attacking him instead of me. Wow. That's we'll just very wait, nice Casey. of you. Just right. wait. I'll, 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 be, I mean, I'll be careful. Right, we'll Why get him, we we'll get even, him, I'll I'll be careful. Be careful. I podcast. didn't even know that. I don't even, <laughs> well, no. that is not, you're gonna tell me, I I, 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 I might storm out
2: of here. <laughs> right. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, Kate, yeah, go yeah. So
0: ahead. going back to the last season, the way that everything ended was just crazy with the way the injuries happened, the abruptness of it, and then free agency was like lightning fast. So how much did that extension you got help kind of alleviate just in your head just how crazy and how fast everything was going yeah it's the
2: free agency this this offseason was probably the fastest i'd ever seen uh, as far as player movement uh, deals getting done um i expected that to some degree but but e- even with the expectation of it, it was more than i thought and that seems to be the nature of the nba right now i, I think it's because there's a small finite amount of high level players and they're they know what they want to do and they're going to do it um there was a little bit of delay with some guys but most most of the big business was done fast what does that mean um I don't know I mean I think you think you've seen it all in this side of things and I thought coming from the agent side I'd seen a lot of free agency and how it goes but you just every year you learn something new you try to prepare yourself uh it's a team effort you know we've got our cap guy in one corner and he's answering the phone and running numbers, and and Joe's available, and we've got assistant GMs and scouts and everybody weighing in, and Steve's usually somewhere else, so keeping him informed and wanting to call Steph Curry and and our high-level players and inform them. It's a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the end of it, the dust does settle, and you see what you have, and you don't really know what you have until the season starts. I mean, you, you can guess, but until you see the pieces fit, I mean, and I'm excited just like maybe you guys are, the fans, we'll see how it all fits together. Um, it's not. Somebody used the example of it's not like you go to the grocery store and just pick out what you want. I mean, you know, sometimes you look at the shelf and there's only one thing you can afford, mm-hmm. so you have to get that and see how you like it. So, um, but the nucleus of the team is it's pretty much the same. Love to have Clay healthy whenever he gets back, and we'll see what happens.
1: Wasn't there a, a funny story about when you visited KD and you got the word that he didn't want to come back, and then you're trying to communicate with? with joe and the rest of the organization and you got stuck in some parade or something yeah i just no
2: i just said that this morning (laughs) uh, yeah i was i was uh in greenwich village he was staying down there and i walked outside and i know new york decently well but not that well and it was the um lbgtq parade pride parade and um i i didn't know where i was going and i literally got it and, and if you get caught up in it you, you can't get out i don't know if it makes sense, but the, the sidewalks don't move because right. they're watching mm-hmm. the parade and i was trying to call joe <laughs> and let him know i couldn't and then somebody at the parade said you don't you don't look like you want to be here and i said well i'm not th- th- <laughs> i said oh, i got no. no problem with the parade i just can't <laughs> no I, I said I, I gotta work you know i i, I can't i can't, can't hear anything and, <laughs> you know so it was uh, it was one of those moments in life i just started laughing and i uh, eventually found my way to a quieter area
1: you won't remember this conversation that we had because I think you eliminate them from your brain when we talk. But I was <laughs> yeah. at the practice facility with you one day and we were talking because I was concerned having looked at the 2019 list of free agents and the season had not finished, obviously. And I was like, I don't know about This doesn't look that promising, uh, especially if one key member of the team leaves. And you said, oh, you're looking at the same list I'm looking at. <laughs> and then I said, just assure me that in your office, you have a grease board that says, if this happens, then I do this. If this happens, I do this. And then you have all these scenarios. You said, yes, we've got all the scenarios mapped out. I do. I think, we, I think we're think we okay. Did you have the scenario of Durant leaves and Russell. sign and trade with D'Angelo Russell and then spinning off Andre Iguodala and so on and so forth? Was that up on the board or not really?
2: Um, As we got closer, we we did hypothesize if Kevin left, is there anything we can do with Brooklyn? But until you really know, because that, that one wasn't specifically, hey, let's go target this guy right away. It was, well, if he would be willing to talk to us and he'd be willing to wait and see if Kevin would, because Kevin has to be involved in that too. It's not as if Kevin would have to agree to sign and trade, Brooklyn have to agree to sign and trade, D'Angelo has to agree to sign and trade. We got to figure out a deal. Um, that, that's a lot of decision tree um, Markers that have to move off that place. So we had the idea of well if Kevin goes is there a guy is Russell a possibility But without really getting to dive into that we didn't know so so we had to more operate on knowns but we did we were hopeful that Kevin would stay but obviously when he left we Then had to think of quickly is this real or not and it was so many different um, parts to that one that until free agency began and we were able to connect with his people and say, Hey, look, is this something you guys want to do? And it was that night. Um, and, and heard like, well, do you think you can do it? And I said, I, I'd have, there's a lot of things we'd have to do. Can you wait a little bit? Cause this is a guy that could have signed that night to another team that had room or a few other teams that had room. Talking about Dan D'Angelo. Yeah. Yeah. So we said, don't, the, the messaging was let us, would you be willing to let us try and see if we can get it done? And the response was, yeah. You know, if, if we can, if you can get it done, we, we'd probably do that. So until all those conversations could happen, we had the idea of let's not, if Kevin goes, let's see what we can get. And him being a free agent was a possibility, but I'm not so arrogant to think like, well, Kevin will leave, we'll just get D'Angelo. It's not, it wasn't that simple.
0: My head's spinning just thinking about all that. I can't imagine what it was like being in the middle of it, also getting stuck in a parade, but how much did guys <laughs> like, and ultimately Kevon Looney Help out guys like Willie collie Stein, Clay, and kind of hopefully the ease it was in dealing with him. How much did that kind of make your job easier this off season, if it's even possible to make your job easier at this point?
2: Uh, yeah, man, I think you know you do what you can to, ma- you know, retain those guys, mm-hmm. and and they're hugely important because, in in the NBA at least, you know, I grew up watching, and maybe in other sports. You had a certain amount of guys that stayed on the team for eight, ten years, and that's just what it was. That's just not going to be the case anymore. So anytime you can have um, a group of guys that are within your organization for 10-something years, and hopefully that's Clay, Draymond, Steph, it really gives you a foundation and a culture. And that's the hardest thing, I think, in professional sports to develop. Um, And that's where Steve Kerr and obviously our ownership – you want to create a place that even as even as certain players come and go you've got this foundation um, and a brand that's powerful like the, the the brands that the Bay Area even has they're all pretty powerful brands because of the Raiders the A's the Giants the 49 because they've had success mm-hmm. um, you want to become viewed like that and uh, people are really what create that and, and hopefully the same people and so to, to retain some of those guys allows us to take chances and say well let's let's grab that young guy and see how he would fit in obviously our spending was limited we couldn't go out and spend a lot on proven commodities so we had to look at certain guys and say maybe this guy's young he's got room to grow this guy's maybe a guy that can benefit from our situation um but more uncertainty for sure going into the season but having those guys gives us gives us gives us some certainty how hard was it Since
1: Andre Iguodala was really the first big piece that you went out and acquired kind of a foundation piece for the championship to make the phone call to him saying, I got to trade you. I know you had a conversation with him prior to that saying, Hey, this might be a scenario, but how hard was it to actually pick up the phone and go Dre, I got, uh."
2: that was probably the worst part of it. Um, You know, for two reasons. One, he was a huge part of what made us good. Mm -hmm. Um, So from a professional place of we're gonna we're gonna miss this guy on the court but then personally um he's a hard guy to get to know in a good way if that makes sense he doesn't really let you in past and he he puts kind of a veneer up and it takes a long time to kind of penetrate that and to have been around him um for the years that we did for six years and get to know him that was, it was harder to kind of make the call from a standpoint of a human being as a as from a personal standpoint um that was hard so it was so, so both of those things that was the hardest part of the summer him and sean but although sean was kind of a different situation but those guys will be missed um you know from a personal and professional, they were good they were good for us they were uh, we could trust them um you look around the locker room and you like to see those faces so we'll, we'll miss those guys and those are big shoes to fill from um from kind of a support standpoint. And that's probably not even a fair word to characterize those guys, but they propped up Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond and they, more than maybe you you two realize the importance of them. But those guys are hard to replace and certainly will be missed and hopefully somebody can try and step in there.
1: You were pretty emotional the night KD got hurt. What was fueling that emotion? And did you know at that point, you suspected the injury was really severe with his Achilles?
2: Yeah, that was a lot. I mean, I think to hear you know there's a there's a lot of five years in a row of the finals, the um exhaustion of that, the injuries we'd had, him coming back um, you know knowing what he'd done, knowing what he knowing what had been being said about him um, and then just 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 seeing him get hurt and when he tried to come back and play and you get to know these guys from uh from a from a different standpoint a lot of the fans see them just as you know these Kind of mythical unrelatable athletes i mean we do that a lot not just basketball players but any athletes they, their lives are perfect and they don't have any issues and you know they're um they're out there for, at our pleasure instead of looking at them like hey they got they got to hear all the criticism they got to hear the frustration they got to hear the expectations and to see him mostly you know this is a guy that you know has basketball's kind of saved him in some ways and so to see him get that taken from him, and all he wanted to do was just go play and help us try to win a championship. I felt for him um, as a person because you get to know these guys, and that was, you know, like like you guys would feel for someone that you worked with that suffered an injury and they couldn't work in um, something they loved and wanted to do and wanted to support their teammates. So, a lot of that was kind of coming out, and um, it's it's a you know, you you've been around our team as you're traveling through the playoffs. There's a weight to it, and there's a camaraderie to it that makes it great um, that I think when that happened the, the part that was interesting to me was a lot of people said afterwards you know it was nice to see the human side of it and I was thinking well that's oh, it's all I know but, 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 but I'm in it and mm-hmm. so for, for a minute there for me it was looking at it from a fan standpoint like they don't really see these people as people sometimes they just see the money and the fame and the ability and they forget um, but I think a lot of us do that. So it was, it was, it was, uh, it was tough it was tough for our team. And then obviously what happened with clay. Yeah. That one was just, oh, it was just at that point, you, you know, for me, I remember when he went back and got injured, you just, you just kind of at a loss, you feel kind of empty. And, and you're, you know, when they were told us, I remember being back in the at Oracle in the back room and they said, you know, doctor kind of whispered, this might be, might be uh, ACL. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, I I just had the thought of I, let's just stop, you know, let's just over, like, let's just stop. I, I actually yeah. was
1: was not looking forward to a game seven because I, mean, I feared what someone's
2: going to get hurt. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's a human. It's almost like. Um, that's the humanity in you going, I, I don't care. I just don't want anybody to get hurt anymore. Well, because it's going to be yeah, like a yeah, game where I'm Steph not, is going to have yeah, to go for yeah, 40, which means well, he's got to do a lot and, of crazy and, and, things. And, you're, and you're, you're very vulnerable emotionally. You've been kind of racked by, you know, so, so you all of a sudden feel vulnerable. You all of a sudden like, well, if that can happen and that can happen, well, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was hard for me to watch the rest of that game, knowing that it might be the last game in Oracle, knowing that Kevin had just had an Achilles, Clay's probably had an ACL. Um, and we're playing, and and obviously the players fought and competed, and we had a yeah. chance to win that game, and would have loved to have had a game seven. But it's hard, you know. Like they say, the game game goes on. It, 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 if that was you know seventh grade or eighth grade or fifth, they just stop the game. They go, we're done. Mm-hmm. You know, they just stop the series. <laughs> but this is professional sports, and um, that's not how it goes. But it was almost one of those things where. You know, there's certain times where you, you, know, you feel for the people and you go, do we, do we got to do this? I mean, we got to keep doing this? Because that was, that was one that was hard to, uh, even still, I mean, looking back on that series going, wow. I mean, I just, in any, has that ever happened before where, you know, you lose a guy? Yeah, I can't think of it. His, but anyways, proud of um, how we moved through it all the best we could.
0: How much have you talked to Steph, Clay, Draymond even, and how just fired up are they to kind of prove the doubters wrong now coming off? of the uh off season, I think
2: they're more feeling that um acutely than I I mean as far as because when you hear people doubt us in effect they're doubting them yeah right? well, they can doubt me and say the team's not very good and you say well you did you know I don't I'm not I'm being criticized but when you critique the k- team you're critiquing sometimes the best players and they're in a, you don't think they're going to be any good and I think they're I think they're 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 saving that emotion for the season and saying okay you know and you've heard them say you think we're done and um that's their pride mm-hmm. um I don't think they're doing anything I don't think they're it does, I don't think they need that motivation but I think they're gonna hold on to that and say okay you know we, we're kind of counting us out um and that, maybe that drives them a little bit more I don't know that they needed it like I said but I think they're kind of holding on to that and saying oh, we're gonna we're gonna show some people. I know in the me-
1: immediate aftermath of the finals, a lot of people saw what happened, and then your team composition changes dramatically. Some thought, well, the Warriors are gonna, especially with Clay being hurt, uses as kind of a a gap year, almost a sabbatical. In fact, Steve joked about it. Can't we just, yeah. uh, with the commissioner saying, can't we yeah. just go to Italy and drink a right. uh, wine and yeah. ride bikes yeah. Yeah. Up, yeah. right yeah. Yeah. Pretty good, um, right. But. I'm guessing, especially with the new building, you you guys are not thinking gap year. You're thinking, oh, no. I mean, it's it's a reset and maybe a refresh. I thought there were a lot of times in the last two seasons, really, where it almost felt like there wasn't enough oxygen for this team. It just felt like the weight of expectations and rumors and just everything that was going on, it just... Yeah. It, it, there were probably days it wasn't as much fun to come to work sure. as you would have liked it to have been.
2: And I think that's a nice, I haven't heard that said that way, but you're right. It felt like the air was thin. You know, you couldn't get a deep breath. Um, why is that? That's a lot of different reasons why that is. Um, years of it, the scrutiny, the success, um, everything. Just trying to stay connected um, in the height of media, in the height of um, this this unusual team, and the fact that we've been to the finals. Um, you know, I think that um, we never view it. I mean, y- you joke and say, can't we just take a break? But then, you know, all the personalities, they want to work. These are high achieving people. They're hardworking people. Even Steve, you know, jokes with that, too. But he he's one of the most competitive, hardworking people I've ever been around. So sure, it would have <laughs> been nice maybe for a few months to go to Italy. But I think we would have gotten had we been granted that sabbatical. I think come November would have said, can we can we come back now? Um, but no, it's. Um, you know, I think looking back, I'll have a better appreciation for what the last five years was than I do now and the, the cost of it, the benefit, the whole thing. Um, a lot to, lot to consume, a lot to process. But, but it is fascinating, though. We're coming to this new place, and it's almost like things move on. You move on, move on fast. I mean, Oracle, I mean, even for me, sitting there the last game of the season looking around going, that's it. Maybe I was telling my daughters, that, you know, I'm driving to work for a few more days in uh, Oakland, and that's it. And I just keep going. And, and you, you don't you don't get to kind of sit there for a month and ruminate on this stuff. You just now we're now we're working here. Now we're playing here. Now you're you're in San Francisco now, right? Yeah. You moved. Yeah, we live we live in the city. So for me um no more no more Bay Bridge. Um, oh. There you know go that for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get that bridge every single yep. day. It makes
2: me feel better that you're on that bridge. <laughs>
1: why you know you had a to do chance. it i had, we had, had a I, know, I had it i did i did, did i couldn't i couldn't nice could do it
2: could. that's not who our relationship is i know but and if you, you couldn't do
1: anything you could have attacked the San Ramon Valley I know, guy I know, instead I know, of going I after know. the show. I know, but Pista we guy. have a camaraderie. Our relationship's have, so
2: strong, we can joke like we, this. We have a strange but wonderful
1: no, relationship. It's a, it's You're a, strange, a, strange and I'm wonderful.
0: But I'm off. All right. Oh, I, I,
1: give think, I, I give up. I give up. Can we talk about your contract again? Because it makes it no, so, so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I know, no. <laughs> <laughs> did the Lakers really Casey, go after what? you, or
2: did you plant that? Did are we done? Casey, are we done? We're done. Thank we you. you have your agent plant that? Was Everything I do is planted.
1: Nothing's up. real. I know. I know. What is your burner account? Uh, wait, can you give us the, the name? Uh, what is the handle on Are that? Done? So I can, Are we done? Are we done? Casey, probably, can we go? I think you're good.
0: <laughs> we'll let you go. That's, thank you. This
1: will probably be our final podcast with a warrior thank guest. You. Thank you. Appreciate
2: it. Thank you very much.
0: It's great It's see great.
2: As always,
1: I'm gonna, every time I'm stuck on that bridge, I'm going to think of Bob oh, Myers
2: man. in his
1: posh oh. San Francisco undisclosed location. With his feet up. Oh, laughing. man. I'm no. going to text you. No, do it. Text please you. do it. Please text text you? do it. Yeah, do it. Okay, text me. I'm going to text thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, <text> I'm <laughs> on the bridge. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is the traffic on the bridge. Here's the metering <laughs> lights, Bob. Here's text the metering
2: me. lights. Oh, man. That was good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Casey. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you. So, Bob, he wants me
1: on that bridge. He needs me on that bridge. The Bay Bridge, where I spend so many, we both spend so many.
0: Fix the metering Good lights. Good times. The metering lights. I hate lights, the, metering the metering lights.
1: metering lights cause uh. traffic jams. If you're aggregating this, take this part. The metering lights are the biggest problem on the Bay Bridge because whoever is setting them does not know what they're doing. Okay. Enough about that. Uh, <laughs> after Bob Myers, we had the opportunity. Well, it wasn't even so much an opportunity. He just showed up. Yeah, he <laughs> pretty much did. He <laughs> said, Kalena Azebuki just said, yeah, I will be next on the podcast.
0: Yeah, so on every show, we tell a story. I'm going to tell a very quick, abbreviated story about how we landed this huge guest in Kalena Azubuki. Please do. We had recorded an hour of interviews Joe Lacob, Caban Looney. We just rapped with a very combative Bob Myers. Yes. And so we start tearing down all the equipment, and then Azubuki shows up and he's like, hey guys, I'm ready for the interview. And we're like, oh, uh, okay, sure. Yeah. Let's get him on, let's do this.
1: I'm a big Kalena fan, mm-hmm. so even though technically he works for the competition, but he's a former Warriors player. Everybody's going to be watching him on all the games next season, so I thought it'd be great to have him on. And he also, not combative, but funny. So here is Kalena Azubuki. You're one of the new voices of the Warriors moving into a brand new building. You played At Oracle. Mm -hmm. You won't get a chance to play here, unfortunately. No. Um, But what's your impression of the new building, just to start out?
3: It's beautiful. State-of-the-art. Technology is crazy in here. They already showed us where we're going to be. The booth, it's kind of on the mezzanine level on this side. And the whole back wall is a green screen. So we get to break down game film during... Maybe oh, during the broadcast, the, yeah. you're going to be able to just step yeah, kinda back like, and... kind of like a Monday night football okay. type feel, right? And and usually you see the color commentator and the, and the play-by-play guy on the floor. Right. But I feel like it's better for us to watch the game kind of from a higher level because you can see plays develop more, you can see angles better. And sometimes on the floor, you're looking through the ref, through the coach. Sometimes you're trying to find a way to get around and just look and see angles and see why things are happening. So I think it'll be better for us. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But this this arena is incredible. I was talking to Looney about the, the locker room. I still haven't seen that. I'm going to go after this. But he said it's incredible. They said there's, there's TVs in every locker and – there's all kinds of state of the art analytics stuff where they can track the shooting percentages and where you're making shots from and what you need to do to get better, all these different things. It's at their fingertips. So it's just it's 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 the arena in the NBA and it's the biggest scoreboard in the NBA. So it's 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 an incredible place.
1: All the arenas, uh, the the TV screens are preset to ABC Seven. I just want to let you. Did know you that, know, Yeah, did no. I went in there I went really? manually. I did you do manually, that? Yeah, and that the, the was you.
3: Can't be changed. Wow. Yeah, no, that's so incredible that you were able see. to yeah. get yeah, that no.
1: done. Yeah, we did, went in the uh, during the early in the construction process. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah.
3: that's 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 something. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you look at this place? I know for the longest time all we saw was renderings, and for me, the first time I really even saw the outside, it didn't look real to me, even though it was right in front of my face. So, like, what are kind of your impressions, and and is it hitting you that this is going to be your office? Right, it's, it's ridiculous. It's kind of hitting wow. me.
3: Yeah, it's it's a reality now, right? And I haven't been here since it's been this done, or even close to this done, and it's insane. It's so nice, and I feel like it looks like it's maybe a little more intimate like there's there's not That's a lot exactly of exactly what i said too right. We're talking to joe it's Jacob, a little more upright the seats are yeah. a little more upright so there's a, a lot of good places to watch the game from and i just love that the the restaurants the food in this arena it's going to be kind of authentic to the bay area so it's really going to be a bay area experience it's the, it's the bay area's team and a lot of the same people that were going to Games at Oracle are going to be here at Chase Center. I think the the atmosphere is going to be a really cool one. The passion will be there. The energy will be there. And I think this the season, the fact that it's kind of a, a refreshing season, underdog season, the the sense of urgency will be there. Mm-hmm probably more for the Warriors than it has been in the past during the regular season. In the past, the regular season was a little more boring. Like, to get just get to the playoffs. Yeah. We know you're a championship team. You're probably going to win it all. You're going to crush this team. And and now it's, okay, they got to come play because there's going to be some teams that come in here and you're going, can they beat this team? Are they? Can they <laughs> compete with this team in the playoffs? This This is an important game. So I think the players will kind of revel in that and will – Play with a little more joy, maybe than they did last year, and feel a little more free to just go out there and and have a good time and leave it all out there. I see a lot of one thirty five, one thirty three type games, right? Yeah, that's, that's it's to like be. super high scoring, close. Yeah, just nail biters. It's gonna be fun to to watch games in here as a fan. I feel like I'm not saying it wasn't loud at the end at in Oracle, but you could you could feel the complacency a little bit. Yeah, and it's human nature obviously you you see the talent that your team that you're watching has and you see this team coming in and you're going well we're going to crush them we should if we don't it's a disappointment if they do well of course it's it's what they're supposed to do so it was still really loud and passionate in there but that's kind of what it became for the warriors well, and, you, and that's yeah. that's great you aspire towards that you want to be on the top of the mountain but I think as Bob was saying, you're not going to stay there forever. So now it's kind of a different feel, and the players are going to enjoy that feel, and I think the fans will too. Well, even Kevon Looney was in here saying,
1: yeah, a lot of times guys knew we could just turn it on when it matters the most and pull it out because they had so much talent. Yeah, I know that you've been asked this before. And uh, I'll ask it because, I, well, you know, I don't have a lot of original thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, Your thoughts are great. You know, um, really I are. appreciate you. That's, <laughs> yeah. You're a great color guy already. You're, comp- <laughs> you're yeah. complimenting the play-by-play. There you go. There you know go yeah, it's easy to see why you got the job. <laughs> but you were really close with Jim Barnett, and you're replacing Jim Barnett. So
3: probably some mixed emotions, even though this is a great career opportunity for you. For sure. That's my guy. And, and I owe him a lot because he's one of the first people I talked to when I was getting into broadcasting and he actually connected me with NBC Sports Bay Area. So if it wasn't for him, I don't know where I'd be as far as broadcasting goes. So I'm I'm really appreciative to him and he was so good for so long, right, over 30 years and and just had a very unique voice and a very unique perspective and, and the way he watched the game and the way he broke things down and told you why and all these different things. So my thing is i just have to be myself i can't go in there and, and try to be jim barnett he's a classic one-on-one legend so i'm just gonna be myself and and talk about the game the way i see it and kind of tell you why and let bob do his thing and i come in and i add color that's what i do and and bring my personality to it so i'm i'm looking forward to it i'm so fired up man i'm pumped for this season and the future and Really looking forward to to sitting in that booth and watching these games and watching these players do what they do.
0: Now you came into NBC Sports Barry about as I was leaving. I was one of the people that launched the place. But, yeah. like, who are some of the people that kind of have really taken you under your wing in addition to Jim Barnett? Like, who are the, some the people that kind of coached you up, helped you become as great as you are now on the broadcast? Well,
3: I had so much fun working with, with Greg Papa yeah. and, and Gary Jean. Those are my guys, and I love those guys. and And we really enjoyed each other on an offset we mm-hmm. we watched games together saying with his newspaper legend yeah, yeah. yeah and we're we're all just basketball junkies yeah and we'd watch the game we're loud we can't help ourselves we're going oh did you see what happened you see how mm-hmm. he came off that screen there you see how he set him up there you see how the defender shot the gap he shouldn't have done that all these different things that's just the way we are and, and we have fun with each other so i'm gonna miss being with those guys more mm-hmm. often hopefully i get to do some hits or whatever but those are my guys, and I really appreciate them. Obviously, Devin Fox, Matt Murphy, and, and everybody there that is is heading it up. I, I really appreciate that, too, because I feel like my time there really prepared me in a way for what I'm about to do, mm-hmm. and it was a really valuable experience. And obviously, I'm still going to be working with them a lot, but I'm I'm really appreciative for them to them because. It's nothing like being able to work with great people and, and going into work and it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. And you just, you're able to enjoy it and laugh with your coworkers. And it's just, there's nothing like it. So that's, that's what that experience was for me. And I'm forever grateful. Casey tells me that every day. <laughs> yeah, every that day. Yes. He's grateful. He's grateful. Shouldn't he say that? Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can I ahead. ask you a deeply personal question? Sure. Are uh, like you sure you <laughs> are? Are okay? I feel like
3: it's gonna be a yeah. It's a, a different kind of deeply personal. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead.
1: So. How many bicep curls are you doing every day? <laughs> because this is ridiculous. And you teach have, us you teach us the playing. ways. Do you wake up, the first thing you do in the morning is like, okay, I'm going to bang out 100 at, at 100 pounds an arm. What is going on with you? You haven't played basketball in many years. What are
3: you doing? What are you eating? I actually get up in the middle of the night and just start just, doing mm, curls. You just yeah, wrap, yeah, yeah, wrap yeah. Them out. No other body part. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you obviously don't do legs. Most, most people that. sleepwalk while they sleep. I just do curls. Sleep I curl. can't even help. I'm just... <laughs> No, you know what's gonna make you mad? What? I don't do curls, ever. Don't lie on the podcast. A lot of people are gonna listen to this. Promise you, I'm not even. This is a bad start to your broadcast. I promise you, I'm not even. Lie
1: on the podcast.
3: I'm not even playing. I bought them on, on eBay. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> oh these I bought, are implants yeah yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> not real Kardashians. yes they're oh implants. i did not I feel no, better now because no, i'm in the
1: gym all the time and no, i think,
3: no. if i could just look like kalena if i could just look like kalena a lot of it honestly a lot of its genes if you see my if you see how my dad was you see my brothers it's it's all kind of the same we're all just muscular i was like this before i started lifting weights honestly i had pretty big arms so as
1: a young child like an eight-year-old yeah they were yeah ripped right shredded <laughs> I was
3: shredded but I maybe they weren't this big but they were I still had big arms where people would look at me like in fifth grade and be like why, why are your arms like that what, what is that and so that but then the things I do now I kind of do more body weight stuff so I'll do like a lot of planks a lot of different exercises that get your biceps but don't focus because if I do curls if I focus on curls my arms will be twice as big it's it's ridiculous. I can't I can't do certain things because so I'll get that. You're big. so big, you can't do curls. It's just is the that the way what you're saying. <laughs> yes, you yes. To get I have in the morning. I have to stay away from curls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see the curl machine, or you not, go away, they, is away. there a curl machine? What? what? I, I see, I see <laughs> any <laughs> of those. Yeah, I see all that stuff, and I have to go the other direction because I can't. If I sniff that area, you just get you explode. You're like s- the,
1: you're just like the Hulk. I man. basically, it's, basically, it's crazy. I
3: see they had to they had to tailor workouts for me in a in a much different way in college because I'd get too big and it would mess with my shot. So mm. do, do you 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 don't even lift, do you? I do I do lift, ah. but I just don't do curls. I just What's the thing, what's the, you said you do a lot of planks? So I will do planks. I'd like to do pull-ups. I I like to do a lot of core stuff. As far as arms go, I don't really do a ton of arms. I don't really do triceps. I don't really do cuz I don't need to do those things. I'll be I'll be I'll look ridiculous. I'm telling you. It's not even I've done this before, and I've gotten to the point where I'm like, "This is stupid. What, what do I need to look like that for?" So, all those other things I do, I just I just do a lot of more body weight stuff where I'm focusing on other areas, definitely my core, because that's huge for me with my injuries and my back stuff and my knee injuries if I don't don't have a strong core I'm going to be off in a lot of different ways and then I I try to do a a good amount of legs but I can't do like extensions because that my kneecap is still higher than it should be so I do like leg press I do leg curls for the hamstrings I do some IT band stuff and some some hip stuff but I don't I don't do curls so if if you were to put out the kalena workout
1: video there would be no curls in the video it'd
3: be no curls and it'd be a lot of circuits because i like to just go 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 No time heart to rate up the gym yeah you yeah. just well you can chat but do it while you're doing cardio i'll do cardio and i'll be talking on the phone or i'll i'll and it'll just fly by i'll get like an hour and and i've just been talking to someone on the phone
1: so Basically, my takeaway is I should not feel inferior of no. my own physique just because I, I don't have your genetics. so That's, I can't just.
3: I have no control over that. Okay. You have no control over that. You look good though, man. I mean, look at it. You. This is this. You're good. Okay. I feel, I feel like <laughs> I feel better. I feel, I feel like, like you're you're I good feel in better, the
1: gym. I feel slightly better about myself. <laughs> He's, He's about, slightly, about to go slightly.
3: back to the office slightly and Google and
0: get on eBay and start looking everywhere you yeah. can for those biceps. Planks I, are great though. I love
3: planks. Yeah. So anything I'll do. You can do all kinds of what's, different variations. What's your longest
0: plank? I'll,
3: usually I'll go like two minutes on on each side, but okay. I don't I don't try to I don't. You're not going for the record, right? A guy that did I'll like, do like six minutes, but I'll do. I'll do a bunch of them in six minutes. Mm. I, you can't rest, you know what I mean? So I'll be up on on my front, and then I'll go to the side, and then I'll go to the left side, and then I'll do it again. So like six minutes of that, and it just kind of makes you stay in there for a while, and it really you're on fire,
1: right? Yeah, you got to feel the burn. Did you see there was a guy that did? I I can't remember how many hours. I want to say did, it was like eleven
3: was hours. Was it eleven it hours? Crazy. crazy. Was it like the Guinness Book of World? Yeah, Records? yeah. eleven yeah. hour crazy. crazy. How many How many hours do you think you could do? If I really, because I feel like you got to build up to that. You right. can't just like, okay, I've been doing two minutes, and now I'm gonna try to go for two hours. It's, <laughs> I won't be able to do that. Right. But if I built up to it, I don't know. I may, maybe I could get to where I can go that long. But maybe that's the. the why would you challenge. ever want to be sitting? Like that's the <laughs> most boring thing ever. Why would you ever want to be sitting in a plank position for hours? Well, it's either that or bicep curls, which you clearly yeah. don't do. Which yeah, you say I think you I'd still you rather I'd still rather plank for ten hours <laughs> rather than do one bicep curl. Yes, okay.
1: I agree. I, we kind of
3: deviated from the interview. Did part. we? I yeah. feel like that was that uh, was that's
0: how
1: our interviews are, tend yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah, so we kind it's of okay. just
3: meander off and no hands. I like no talking about land. working
1: out. That's fun. Okay, well, maybe we could work out sometime. But Let's do I don't, it. I think I'll feel even worse about no, myself listen. afterwards. No,
3: listen. See, the, the workout I do, it's it's for all. It's for all different levels and age groups? of is fitness. That, is this discrimination? I wasn't so going to say it. You said is age groups. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said levels of You've fitness. You've been very sensitive about uh, that yeah, today. You, so you, can, you don't have to go for two minutes. You can okay. go for 30 right. seconds to start. You can go for 45 seconds. You can do all kinds of different things, all different variations. It's just as long as you're doing so you keep your heart rate up. You can do all kinds of different variations. You can bring in BOSU balls, and you can you know, do things to throw off your balance so you get a little more core. It's all kinds of stuff. All right, I feel... So we can work. We okay, can work. All right, we're I gonna, got so we're gonna,
1: you. We're going to do a workout? I got, we're yeah, do a workout. let's do it. Okay. I got all right. you.
3: And I feel... I feel
0: more of a man now. I'll we'll feel... be trembling after a minute. I, I'll be. I'll be... <laughs> one minute. Do you ever
1: cry? during for the gram. Has anybody ever cried? Yeah. Is it okay if I cry? Is yeah. Is it bad if I cry? Listen, cry. Do your thing. Okay. Man. All right. That's, that's, me. That is that is that's me. That's me.
3: Some people sweat. You, you cry. That's your thing. That's how I get drenched. It's just tears.
0: It's just a lot of shaking and a lot of tears. Right. Yeah. He's making it stop, Are you sure you want
3: to work out with this?
0: Can I do one bicep cry? No.
1: No, we don't do bicep. Biceps around here. <laughs> Listen,
3: if, if you want to do bicep curls, you could be doing that while I do another exercise. Okay. And then we'll meet like up. A circuit, we'll, a circuit. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. we'll meet okay. up
1: at the other spot. All right. I feel like we're getting somewhere with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank Let's you. Let's do Kalina. it. Hey, brother. Appreciate you. That's Thanks so for having it. me. Yes, sir. You know, like Kalena, I am not going to do curls anymore because if you look at him, I mean, that's the physique you want. So I just think it's ridiculous to keep doing more curls when you can look like Kalana without doing curls. I know. You he great? said he
0: curls in his sleep. Well, we pretty much do that too. We don't even realize when we we're doing curls. Yeah, I sometimes
1: I just like go into the refrigerator and it just just kind of the weights in my arm and I don't even notice it. Yeah, I mean for sure. that's when you have like this is the gun show over here.
0: You want <laughs> tickets are, to the gun show? They are in incredible shape on yeah. Witch Authority.
1: Yes not sure how many more we can do with these.
0: <laughs> we weren't uh, supposed to acknowledge we were doing these oh, curls. That's
1: right. We're not doing that curls. That was the whole bit. We're not doing curls. Oh, You're putting it down? I'm not putting we'll it down. We'll do hammer curls. Putting what, putting what down? Putting what down? Putting what down? How do going, people get I'm the
0: podcast? We're both turning red. <laughs> if you want to see these bulging biceps, you can subscribe to the podcast anytime on iTunes, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, or on ABC7 News dot com slash with authority. <laughs> and where can you see Why the are you video? Talking? Why are you talking like that? When I do curls, I turn into an 80s professional wrestling <laughs> cream of the crop
1: <laughs> I gotta switch arms Okay. I can go for another
0: hour now. You can watch us on
1: YouTube, YouTube.
0: brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh Hogan, <laughs> Take your vitamins,
1: kids. Yes. Oh my gosh. What are you gonna do? Win the With Authority podcast? Comes looking for you. Oh yeah, (laughs) brother. With
4: authority.